Yo, 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 what up, bro? Hey, hey, what's up, my man? What you doing? I just was calling to tell you I think you're awesome. Oh, that's awesome of you. But really, it's you that's awesome. No, man, I'm the one who called you, so that means you're the awesome one. No, 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 man. Okay, there's like Zach Galifianakis hangover awesome, and then there's Zach Galifianakis out cold awesome. You are freaking out cold awesome. Okay, all right, listen, I appreciate that's super flattering, but I'm, I'm telling you, I called you to tell you that you are fucking awesome. Yeah, that's a rocking jam. <laughs> We're just jamming out, not paying attention. <laughs> not even paying attention to the start of the show. <laughs> Uh, that's an old school GM from Better Life Band. Oh, yeah, BLB. That's yeah, our good friend Derek and, and company, Justin. And then the other guys that aren't part of anything anymore. The nothings. I mean, they were somethings. That sounded really good. <laughs> but I feel like Derek and Justin could probably do it on their own. They're talented motherfuckers. Yep, 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 yep. Shout out. Anyway. <coughs> it's not the corona. I'm sorry. She says that every time, but I don't. I don't believe her. <laughs> I don't believe it. That's why, if you can see me, I'm in a full hazmat suit with the mic up through the crotch of it, <laughs> and uh, it's like a lapel mic. I'm not getting anywhere near her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see about that. <laughs> see how long you last. I already already took it off. We're good. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Be, the Be Fucking Awesome show. I'm Jimmy. And April here. Yeah, April's here. Yep. <laughs> Non-corona April. <laughs> oh, shoot. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of the topic of the town nowadays. Everyone's only talking about corona. Yeah. Or COVID-19 if you want to be proper. I mean, yeah, I guess because isn't COVID-19 a form of the COVID vi- or strain of the COVID coronavirus i think that's why they call it covid19 because it's the strain of the coronavirus yeah i don't know i haven't read into it i just know it sucks because no one can go out of their house no one can go to a park all of our hiking trails are closed right now yeah we're not even on lockdown and they're on they're closed down like get your shit together utah i get why they're doing it you know they uh the spread is real i guess you could say and not in a good way it's making it so they have to make people just stay home. Like they're trying to shut down every recreation and every everything that we can do so that they can stop it. So I get it. But it does suck mm-hmm. balls. It really does. Yeah. But the good thing is it's causing everyone to get creative. You know, everything on social media I see everybody's coming up with new workouts and new ways to spend time with their family, you know new things for their kids to do, which, you know, we've been doing as well, and Atticus has been responding pretty well to some of it. <laughs> I mean, as much as I have him do. <laughs> he, still throw, he still throws his shit fits when he can't go to the park or can't go hiking or do something cool, but, you know, we're giving our dog a lot of exercise, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, I didn't really do it today, but yeah, we're trying to stick to a little bit of routine in the morning just to do something, but uh, yeah, we got to figure it out because we were going to be dependent on all right, we'll just make sure we go to the parks and do this and this. <laughs> and now, now we just have to find some trails that are just random that we can just wander, which there's there's around. There's some around. So Yeah, and I feel like if we just like went and doused all the swings and everything in the park and like 
I don't know, rubbing alcohol or hydrogen peroxide <laughs> or something like that before the kids played on it, it'd be fine, right? You should take Lysol, or not even Lysol wipes. I have those cleaning wipes in there. We'll just take them with us. Yeah, we'll just go and wipe everything down. He can freaking lick the slide and he'll be fine. <laughs> Anyways, that's kind of what we're uh, talking about today. Um, we had a whole other trajectory for this podcast in the, in, in the beginning. We were going to have kind of, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's still a fun and, and lively podcast, if you will, but then all this COVID stuff happened after we kind of had our game plan down. So I personally wanted to talk about um, the the same thing that everybody else is talking about, and that's it seems to be a common theme with this whole lockdown thing, and that's the overwhelming issues of anxiety, depression, sadness, negativity, and stuff like that. Um, Hate. Yeah, hate. There is so Straight much hate in this world right now. And it's it's it pisses me off on one end. Like I get why people are feeling the way they're feeling and it and it does suck. The situation sucks really bad. But the fact that people are actually being downright hateful towards other people, it, it it's not I don't know. It's just not conducive to what we need in this world at this moment, you know? Everybody needs to band together. Everyone needs to come together and right now over me. Yeah, I th- <laughs> yeah, I think we also just need I mean it's an opportunity is what it is when you were saying just a minute ago like some people aren't going to take that. They're not going to take that this time to like to they should, you know, get more creative and do these things. There's a lot. There's a whole movement going on. But right. there's going to be some and so anyways, I just think it's a huge opportunity to start focusing on yourself and the inner soul, but then that also just goes outward with your family and everything else that's happening, and you can get some shit done that you've been wanting to do, no yeah. matter what it is. So that's yeah. what we should be doing. Exactly, and I mean, even though we're stuck at home, well, a lot of us are stuck at home. Some of yes. us are not, which is kind of nice. But at the same time, you know, like on the days that I can't work or whatnot, even though my work doesn't depend on the COVID, it depends on the weather. But it is nice to be able to stay home and spend time with you guys and, like, actually, like, do some kind of activity or whatnot. But when you're cooped up in the house all day, obviously stir craziness starts happening. and Complete madness starts happening. kids and a dog that does not quit. It's literally a five-year-old and a toddler dog. So, wait, a three-year-old? I don't know. That's, that's what I compare it to. It's yeah, having I mean, two children. I mean, technically... What is he, two years old? So like seven years, what is it, seven years per one year? So he's like 14. So he's like his asshole teenage years right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? It's like every seven years is one yeah, year to the I'm human. pretty sure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. anyway, anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the issues at hand. Um, I personally have never had any kind of issues or any anything happened in my life where I, that I can remember where I've had any kind of anxiety or depression or anything like that. The depression a little bit, but I think it's more situational for me. Like I get down and bummed out when I'm either not doing what I'm supposed to be doing or if I, you know, I'm having just kind of inner conflict or whatnot, but it's never been something where I've, where I felt like it was an issue because it always passed. April on the other hand has had a pretty big history with yeah. anxiety, depression, stuff like that. And so I thought it would be kind of good for us to kind of dive into that and um, mo- mainly just so that I can understand it because it's hard for me when I come home and she's had an anxiety day and, you know, she's, you know, in a super duper bad mood. Like, 
crazy. No, she's never like that. But I can always tell when she's off, and then it comes up that she's had the anxiety and stuff. And I just personally don't understand it. And I know there's probably a lot of people out there that don't understand it, but there's probably more people that do. Yeah, absolutely. And people don't realize with this whole thing going on, nobody's going to think about like what the suicide rate's going to be like. Because of all this. Wow, we went dark real quick. Well, okay, sorry. <laughs> well, you were talking about people being affected and the anxiety gets worse and it's COVID and being inside, but right. I just meant, sorry, I guess that did. I did. No, know. no, I get it, but I was but, looking to hear about anxiety and now I have to worry about suicide. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not on my end, but I just mean, I mean, mental health. Mental health is going to be right. huge during this time and right. it is a very big time where it can aggravate the shit out of your normal anxiety and certain things just depending i guess it just depends too which we yeah we're going to talk a little bit more about like because people have different triggers so then you'd have different kind of forms of anxiety right or what i like to say is i have anxiety that does have physical effects on me i don't have like panic attacks and like those kind of things but it physically like hurts my body like and i was going to even talk a little bit more about how that all works because it's like a natural physical reaction from like a hormone release and so forth. Right. But um, I I also have like what I call destructive behavior. So I don't feel like I ever go into a depression where, I mean, sometimes you're like, yeah, I'd be so, you know, you get to a point where you're like, oh, I just want to be alone. But I get like angry. Yeah. Like I just get pissed off about everything and it's just this, uh, what I, yeah, like I said, what I call creates destructive behaviors. And then I can get to a point where, you know, there's been times where it, it is the point where you're a pace in the house and you just don't know what to do with yourself. Right. Like it's, it's you know, so it can be, that that's how mine is. And then, like I said, it usually creates just like this anger, like just frustrated. There's, that's just, I mean, there's just this natural reaction. And then it's usually like, okay, it just snowballs. So right. Then your body doesn't feel good. Then you don't sleep. Then you're rolling around all night long creates just a cycle that starts. That's mine at least. Some people will have both. They'll have depression where they'll literally be able to lay in bed all day, right? not do shit, not take showers, not take care of themselves, not get up and help their kids. Um, they have anxiety with it though, which means that they maybe have panic attacks and they maybe have these moments of these really highs and then their depressions, their lows. And, and I mean, it's not fortunate, but I mean, sometimes I'm like, well, God, I don't have like kind of both ends of it because I, I mean, it's already bad enough or it can be bad enough. I also didn't realize over all the years as a teenager that that's probably where, um, maybe it's not even straight up anxiety, but you know, sorry, technically too, by the way, you can get anxiety and some stuff like that. Um, you can, you know, sometimes you can have something happen where you have injury or you have trauma. So there's something, there's like cer- certain physical ones and so forth that can cause maybe more even like what they call a mental health disorder. But um, that can be onset from that. Or I, I'm a firm believer that sometimes our brains are just chemically unbalanced and that's when you're going to have certain situations. Yeah. Um, well, obviously there's going to be, you know, the type that you can't help it. You know what I mean? And there is that yeah, chemical there's imbalance. The like I have very good friends that that have to take medications and stuff for it. And it's, again, it's hard for me to like wrap my head around it. Like I can't, I'm very sympathetic towards them. I'm sympathetic towards you. I'm sympathetic towards people that have that going on in their heads, but I can't, in my brain, I'm like, just 
do something else. Like get over it. Think of something else. Think a happy thought. You know what I mean? And I know that's not possible in a lot of the situations that people are in. You know what I mean? And yeah. I yeah. mean, with you, with you, it's, you know, I'll be like, okay, well, what's wrong? And then you'll just be like, I don't know. And then I'm like, well, I don't know how to fix you then. And you're like, I don't need you to fucking fix me. I need you to just like leave <laughs> me the fuck alone for a minute. You yeah. know what I mean? It's true. It's true. And like, yeah, we all definitely have different, different uh, parts of it where, yeah, it affects. I was like, I don't even know where I was going to go with all that. You were still saying some stuff, but... um I say stuff all the time. <laughs> it ruins podcasts. You're gonna hear me lose my train of thought a lot of times during these podcasts. Um, <laughs> that's just part of that. me. It's all right. Um, Dead air is good for radio. I was gonna get into a little bit of the other side of it too because I have learned. It's kind of like the backwards way. Like I started doing stuff and doing more healthy things, and I did this program through this health and wellness company that I'm with. And I had no idea that my anxiety, the actual physical feeling and the like, so I also battle with more of like, I'm not, I'm not proud of myself. Like if I'm at home by my, or with the kid, whatever, going crazy, I feel like, well, I'm not doing anything. I'm not being productive. I'm not being a member of society. Like that's, I, I just thrive. That's usually why I have an outside job. <laughs> I mean, it is to pay the bills at the moment, but it's mostly to just get my head doing other things because I just feel like a non-productive human being. Right. And that's where my head goes with it. And that's like, I don't even have anxieties right now, like financially or, you know, with everything going on or we're going to get sick. Like, I'm not worried about any of that. Right. I just had this weird, all of a sudden I'm not doing a routine or a schedule, which some people are all in that same boat too. Like mm -hmm. that's, you know, but, but I, I, the other people I feel like can flip this switch too. We're like, all right, well, we'll just, I'll just make a new one. I'm at home. I, I'll just make a new one. Kind of like you are like you, you can, I mean, you haven't stopped working yet. And right. I don't know if that would change. Like if you stopped working, I don't know if your schedule or your habits would change. If you would get well, more yeah, wrapped up into being like, you know, would. doing other things or <clears throat> obviously would it would stick. change. Yeah. I would hope that I could Still find stick other to all stuff. Of yeah. You know absolutely. What I mean? Cause obviously if I'm not working, that's part of my, that's, like nine, 10 hours of my routine yeah. that are just gone. So I'd yeah. have to figure out something else to do. And yep. with all the hiking trails and everything closed and just kind of all the shit that's going down, it's, it would definitely be hard for me. Yeah. It, it would definitely be hard for me. And maybe I would finally be able to understand like an anxiety of, of, you know, that kind of magnitude where it was, you know, like stir crazy almost. But I feel like, I don't know, maybe, I honestly don't know because I, I don't know if I've ever felt it before. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think mean? you get stressed out, but yours is more of like probably what people who maybe don't really experience actual anxiety and so forth. It's just more of the, you put a lot on your shoulders and you do a lot of things and you do a lot of things for people. And so sometimes you've hit a stressed out point. Yeah, for sure. That can physically affect you where like, I feel like you can get sick or you've had those times where you're just really tired and exhausted because you're mm -hmm. just doing too much. But you're right. Like you bounce right back. Like you just go right back from it. It's not something that lingers, or that. In my history, I feel like has caused not devastating, but you ruin a lot of fucking relationships. At least in my world, when I am anxious and I'm not taking care of it or not figuring it the fuck out and um, just letting all of my destructive behavior, like I said, my angriness just ruin ruin a lot of things. Angriness. That's my a cool angriness. word. <laughs> 
I'm going to make you a t-shirt. It says, leave me alone. I have angriness. <laughs> I, just, I swear I said it like the first episode I would make up words. If I didn't, right now I'm telling you, I do not speak English very well. <laughs> yeah, no, she makes up all kinds of words. I am illiterate, but I'm not. You're illiterate? Illiterate. Oh, illiterate. 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 I don't, can't say that word either. It's fine. Um, but no, I get, I get what you're saying. And, and I would... I would hope that I, like I said, I would hope that I could come up with something to do to fill my time, but that might be what would trigger me into that kind of a deal. Cause you're right. Like if I'm stressed out, um, it's usually if I'm angry or in a bad mood, it's because I'm either stressed about like money, money. or work or whatever, or I'm hungry. So I either well, need, yeah. <laughs> I either need to go to sleep or I need to eat or else just yeah. kind of leave me alone for a little bit. And I'm the kind of asshole that's like, I'm not hungry. I'm not going to eat anything. And then I go to bed angry and then I wake up like starving and then I eat and then I'm fine. Yep. Or I'll be like, I'm not hungry. And then I'll start munching on something and then I'll end up eating the fridge and then I'll be happy. <laughs> like, I'll be the like, happiest dude in the yeah, world. Yeah. And I get angry when I don't get sleep. And that's my, part of my cycle too. So then I, then I just creates more anger because I just, I don't do well with all that too. And the, and I keep going all over the place because I'm like, I think we just, we're going to talk about all kinds no, of parts we can of talk this. About that. Well, no, because no, I was thinking, I was just it. talking about the health side of it, but then I was also thinking about the main reason too, why we're talking about this as well is last week started like the first week of actually me being off of work and being at home. We had a really good weekend the weekend before, like mm -hmm. before I stopped working or I'd been told I wasn't working anymore and then we had a good weekend, but then it just like all of a sudden stopped, right? Because Jimmy goes back to work and I'm at home now. And I had like my anxiety come back that I have not felt in like years, I would say. Right. And that's what yeah, imp I that's what impacted it. It, it hit hard. And and uh and I'm actually in the middle of doing, so back to the other thing, that 30 day program again, which does tr help tremendously with my anxiety. And I think it, I think treating our bodies well and getting into the science of all that, but basically clearing out your gut and having, you know, basically you're basically giving your body everything that it needs to like soak up and not all the toxic shit that it just goes like, Bleh, and it just, you know, explodes in your body is how I see it. Just like toxic sludge right? through running through your veins. Anyways, I've been able to handle it now over the past year because I know what my triggers are. I know what helps. Um, we've, we're going to talk a little bit about, like, I was going to say some other things about what I found that helps me during my time. But anyways, it stemmed up, it came up, it was hardcore last week, but Friday I woke up to and was just like, fuck this. This is not, I'm not, I will not, I do not let, I'm not going to let this take over and just ruin all of what's happening right now. Right. And I mean, that's because it can, and that's a new thing. Fast. That's a new thing too. Cause when we first started dating and stuff, when you would start getting the anxiety, like, Sometimes it would be days and days until you were It'd functional be again. And I would roller coaster. Yeah, hardcore. And it was just little triggers, you know, and that's that's kind of what <clears throat> I'm the most curious about with this kind of stuff is like where it like where it would stem from, you know what I mean? Like yeah. where it would come from. I mean, I yeah. know you've had I mean, you don't have to get into it, but you've had a life. Like, you know, yeah, no, I I believe mine comes all the way down to it could even be like childhood trauma style. Like, I mean, I didn't nothing cray cray, but you know, I had a drug addicted father, and my mom was always 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 been there, and she's always been the one that has had a head on her shoulders at least, no matter what she's been doing. And then 
like as a teenager, she partied and stuff like that. But right. she grew up, she took care of me. But yeah, I had a drug addict father who eventually OD'd when I was 10. No, maybe I was 12. I was 12. And, um, and then I've also, you know, been on the other side where my mom was like married in the in the LDS church, you know, kind of not out of nowhere, but kind of like we just started going and then it was in my life as a teenager and right. then having like five stepbrothers and sisters, which has been awesome. And there's all kinds of different, different routes of all of this. But right. I think looking back, it's kind of like, yeah, there's these weird, like I probably just have always had the fears of only also too. I think having the fears of not, not necessarily being lonely, but nobody ever being proud of anything I've done. Oh, that's I look sad. well. It's true, though. I'm I mean, proud I proud of you. No, I know. I well, I mean, not right now, but I mean, I look back too, yeah, and I back, think, right? I think like you, you, you I was yourself, alone a lot. Even you when held I was, yourself to an expectation, yeah, that nobody else could yeah. like really like, yeah, achieve that level of hey, you're doing an awesome job. So you had to like kind of put yourself on this pedestal and yeah, achieve that. And if it didn't happen, that's when some shit would go down in your brain. Yeah, and my and my stepdad shout out to to mark i don't know if he'll ever really listen to this but um you know he was always very supportive he'd probably be like the wound up being like the first person that was supportive in my life but you know i i don't know i i just i've dove into a lot of that and just had a lot of thinking over even the last little while of like oh what 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 could even it stem from more to um but it, yeah it can come from all over parts people can have traumas right. and stuff like that or have a not so like happy upbringing. And then, you know, even in school, I struggled. I struggled. I was really shy. People would not believe this, but I was just super freaking shy. Mm -hmm. I did not make friends very well. And all I wanted was friends. Right. I just wanted people to like me. Right. I want you know, all the way up into high school. It was like, and then I became bitter. And it's like, even in high school, like I didn't enjoy any of it because I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be with these age group. I wanted to be with older people and just be in the real world, be an adult. Mm -hmm. which what was I fucking thinking? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, why was I rushing it? But it's like Billy Madison. <laughs> Don't ever say that. <laughs> Stay here as yeah. long as you can. And I mean, I made it to 19 at my parents and then I, I got out. So like, I wasn't like super young, but uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a lot. And then, and then it, I struggled with it for a long time because then you kind of mask that with doing adult things. Right. Well, you were trying to juggle, Working a couple jobs, going to school, finishing school, working a job that you not you, you weren't necessarily super happy at all the time, you know, and like, uh, I mean, up until literally like the last year or two, like the last year or two, up until this last week, have been probably the best years that I've seen you have because, you know, there wasn't like external stresses as far as like your job or like you know shit going on where you just didn't seem like you had that much going on, which I think masks it in my eyes too because then i start thinking like oh well maybe it is just like a choice or whatever but it's definitely not and that's my disclaimer i should have said at the beginning is i'm not saying any of this discussion is you know geared towards anybody having a choice in this matter and so because i know it's a very real thing i just personally can't wrap my head around it you yeah. know what i mean and yeah. so that's i don't want anyone to like come at me and be like you know i can't help what i feel or whatever you know because i know you can't yeah. I yeah. just, I also can't help how I feel. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to figure this out so that, you know, with all this COVID stuff going on, I want to be able to help other people cope with it. And I want to help other people like kind of get through stuff and know what to say. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And so that's why I asked April to do this episode and kind of dive into her personal life a little bit because, uh, I mean, even though we've been together over eight years, I've never 
had the like the thought to even ask like why this happens or how this happens and what I can do to help and not what I should do. Yeah, I've you talk to like not even necessarily relationship coaches or but like therapists and some things like I've heard this before and I've read it. And um they'll say you can never like tell your partner or something like this is what it is, this is what happened, this is what it is. You have to explain to them how to help you like I don't know it's on the other side of it like they're, they're never be able to know because they can't they can't physically experience it and they don't know right but if you teach them about it educate them and then which is everything which is letting them know what triggers can be or obviously when it's happening and not keeping it inside and boiling it up right um we also have a huge responsibility as ourselves like I was gonna say on the other end of this you should know hopefully you can learn your triggers learn why it's happening or why things happen and then try things. Um, I was going to get back to it too. The health is a huge thing. Having like a clean gut, truly your stomach, you guys, cause it's linked directly to your brain. It releases your serotonin, like 70% of your serotonin levels run from your gut. Mm -hmm. Serotonin is our happy, happy hormone. Yeah. And then, um, even with a lot of it too, females, our hormones get in balance. We run off of like a few main, main ones that males don't actually yeah, have. Yeah, you guys get crazy. Then it causes... But in a good way. I love you all. Yeah, I'm just but it does. It, it, it can nutty. cause mental health. That causes... You, you do the research. It causes depression. It causes the anxiety. Oh, for sure. Um, in just so many ways. You know, there's weight gain, there's skin, there's all kinds of different things with that. But having a balanced hormones... So that comes hand in hand with having the clean gut and just having good bacteria flowing through there, good detox like a few times a year, or if you can, which I'm trying to learn, just eat pretty decent 80, 20 year all the time. Right. Um, you know, whole, whole foods and you don't want to get too crazy with some things like in the, in the protein department and then, you know, veggies and fruits, man, just like packing it in, right. which anyways, if you could do that, then that helps tremendously with a lot of mental health. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely can, obviously. There's some that you won't some be able to balance to, those chemicals. Some things. people, well, yeah, I mean, that's it's, that's inevitable. Like, some people are just going to have that anyway. But, you know, I mean, from my side of it, like, I, I am trying to eat super healthy and stuff just because, you know, I had that heart attack a few months ago and I'm trying to be healthy. Yeah. But I guarantee if Oops. I was trying to battle depression and anxiety with eating healthy, I'd be worse off because all I would want is a pizza and then I'd be depressed that I can't eat a pizza. Or you know you'd I mean? eat it and then you feel stupid and awful. Yeah, I'd feel shitty about myself. Yeah. Which, so it, there's, I mean, there's no one right way to do anything. Yes, no. physical health, you know, eating healthy, working out, or just getting some kind of movement in your body, that's always going to like, She's like she said, release the serotonin and make you feel good. Yeah, for that part. Even if it's like for a fleeting moment, it'll make you feel good. And, and eventually, like, like it, I started I, physically does it. I hated working out at first. Like, it's the worst thing in the world to me to get up at 2 3 in the morning and go work out. But now that it's become a part of my routine, like, I actually feel bad if I even sleep in like a half hour, 45 minutes. Like, this weekend, I slept in a few hours and I woke up and yeah. I was just like, I should have gotten up. Like, I should have gotten up. And it, it just becomes a part of your life to where, and it doesn't have to be working out or anything like that. I think she was talking, starting to talk about like routine. And I made the mistake the other day when she was having her anxiety day 
of being like, okay, well, then here's what we're going to do. You're going <laughs> to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. You're going to have your cup of coffee. You're going to start moving your body a Not little bit. Not my coffee right now. Well, yeah. I mean, in my brain, you've had coffee every day for the last No, yeah, years, yeah, yeah. So I'm, on, I'm just... on the 30 days, so I'm, I'm doing fizzies and teas. But anyways, yeah. anyways. <laughs> but so I'm like, we're going to do this. Then Atticus will wake up, and you'll get him going on something, learning, because he can't just watch fucking video, videos on YouTube all day, every day anymore. <laughs> Mainly because they drive me fucking insane. Yeah, and then you'll you'll work on Arbon, and then you'll you'll slot out time for this, and I'm like. Uh. And then she responded back, "Yeah, no, I'm not waking up at six in the morning. Like that was the, <laughs> that was like the only thing that she had an issue with. Which yeah, is, no, 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 no. Which yeah. is fine because having a routine, especially in a time of no routine whatsoever, like this, is super important because it does keep your mind focused on the next thing. It doesn't let it wander too far. But my problem was that I, out the gate, well, you're waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning, you're going to do this <laughs> and this. And the only reason I wanted to get have you get up a little bit early was because, you know, Atticus wakes up sometimes at like 7 o'clock in the morning and stuff. And I wanted you to be able to have that like span of time. Well, sometimes. He hasn't been lately. He might come in the room because he comes in at all times of the night or the, or the morning. But we've actually been sleeping in. So I, it, it still makes it... I should be able to get up even earlier than I do. Six, six thirty is just a little bit too much for anybody. Okay, <laughs> anybody out there? I'm already up for like. But four like, hours. I could get up at like eight because generally lately he's not. But I mean, I just, I just started doing like doesn't matter what time I get up, just trying to do a little morning routine and just trying that out. Because yeah. like I said, I was like, no, f you, anxiety, you will not take over. I'm gonna start doing some more of this and some more of that. And trying to get a little routine of being at home. You yeah. know? And, of course, now with the parks and stuff, that kind of stopped some things. But, I mean, however, yeah, part of that, too, is, yeah, we're going to talk about, like, you don't even, yeah, you don't have to exercise, although it does release endorphins. It does uh, flat out improving, makes you feel right. good, makes you sleep better, makes you have good energy. Um, I have found that yoga, yoga extremely helps me. So, obviously, once I can find my triggers, I also know what helps. So, I'm like... When I realize I haven't been doing my yoga for months and um, I all of a sudden I'm starting to have my aches and pains now too, you guys, we naturally release cortisol, cortisol um, and when you are stressed out, so cortisol also is like our repair, our repair hormone. So when you do injure yourself or you have something that happens like that, it'll naturally respond with inflammation and it'll be healing, but cortisol also if you have too much of it causes the opposite effect. Right. And then you hold on to stress, which physically damn it. Like, you know, physically holds on to your muscles and so forth. So I don't know, like I it just like, there's just this huge snowball. And then for me, that's when I'm like, Oh my gosh, my whole body hurts. Oh my gosh. I just want to lay around. Oh my gosh. I want to make it worse because I'm now just a lazy ass. And then you're just wallowing in self pity. And then it's just right. like this freaking <clears throat> circle that ends up happening. But it's like I said, when you know there's things that you can do. So if I would just still get up and do my yoga and do the breathing techniques that you come from that, and it's kind of my form of meditation, I'm not able just to sit and meditate. I'm not, my brain is a little bit too much for that right now, but my, my yoga gives me meditation because you focus on your breathing and part of that. And I, I, I tell you people, if you, even if you're like so anti whatever, maybe you've been anti yoga. I used to talk so much shit on people that did yoga. <laughs> I thought it was fucking stupid. I'm like, I'm like, there's no way that's, you know, that's just moms trying to get out for the day or whatever. And it honestly, even down to the way you breathe in and out of your nose, there's techniques of breathing in and out of your nose 
that can put you in this like hypnotized, just like anxiety free, like just zone. It's the craziest shit. I had no idea. And then yoga, there's all kinds of them. I mean, yeah, we've well, done strength training ones with me. Yeah, like you could no, do, dude. I've never which, sweat so much in my entire hard. life. And, yeah, yeah. But there's, yeah, there's, I mean, so much. Well, back to the breathing. It actually, oh, yes. it actually gets you high. Like I read, yeah, I read an article. Well, no, I read an Flow, article right. the other day that like if you breathe in through your nose, like if you get that circular breathing or whatever it was, and don't quote me on this because I don't remember the article word for word. I'm just barely starting to like learn how to read, so it takes me a while. But <laughs> something in it, like the oxygen, when you breathe in through your nose, there's some kind of weird transformation or filter that actually turns it into like nitrous oxide, and so it actually like gives you a low dosage of like it makes you kind of zone out a little bit i was gonna sorry you're saying that right now and it's funny because where was the one hold on a second i could have been pulling that out of my ass but i'm pretty sure that's what it said it does something to where it physically like makes you feel like a sense of euphoria for that moment of breathing and if you do it if you can if you can nail it i've tried it like i'll be on the elliptical machine and i'll try breathing through my nose and then i just end up like getting more and more out of breath because I'm not doing it right, obviously, and so then I have to like, you know, suck it all in through my mouth for a little bit, and then I'll try it again, and I just yeah, maybe I have narrow nostrils or something. I don't know, but I can't get enough air through <laughs> no, my nose. No, I agree on that, and I yeah, I think some of us actually do just have like you know, the stuffy. So it's funny. I that, was born with narrow it's nostrils. Funny that you read that that the oxygen flows. So in yoga, so they have basically it's called pranayama, pran. Pranayama, it, and it's the breathing techniques, and there's different ones. And ones are like you, like hold your nose, and I, I learned I've I've done it in certain parts of the yoga, but they believe that it is energy, their energy passages like your nostrils basically mm-hmm. are energy pass- passages that carry life force and cosmic energy through the body. Yeah, for sure. So that's so it's funny that you're like the oxygen itself, which is actual probably the real physical response, and then why you feel real good. But yogis, yogis believe that it's like part of the energy flow, and your breathing is like your breathing's your soul, is what they say. Yeah, if uh, which is true. If Ashley or Chanel are listening to this at any point, feel free to DM me and and let me know how to pronounce that correctly. The woman. The prem whatever you say. Oh yeah, so that's the yeah. They're 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 my yogi buddies. Yeah, and uh, there are, you know, certain ones of yoga, too, because I was just kind of getting into them, because, um, so I'm going to shout out, I, yeah, yeah, any, but any, the girls, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure who they are, absolutely would love to know so much more, I do follow um, a certain lady on YouTube called Yoga with Adrian. she is the shit. Yeah, she's rad. Um, could probably maybe throw that in here somewhere because she has so many videos and you can do specific to your body that's hurting. You can do workouts. You can do, I mean, she just has endless and endless videos for beginners. She does the breathing ones. I mean, I have learned all of my stuff from just doing the yoga through her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just highly recommend to try it out. If you guys are having a real hard time right now, and maybe you haven't ever tried that. Or, you know, people might tell you, oh, just sit down and breathe for a minute. There are breathing techniques that absolutely, like, don't don't knock it until you try it. Cause yeah, don't knock anything I, until you try anything. Yeah. I've learned that it's the hard way. It's real hard to do it. Because but. I was the same way with yoga for a long time. And, like, meditation and, yeah. and breathing and, you know, reading 
constructive things to read and stuff like that. Like I said, I don't read. I've been reading this whole last month for the hashtag 75 hard. And I think I'm getting pretty good at it. Like I'm getting to the point where I can read a page without having to reread it and stuff, which is nice, but I just take it slow. But, uh, I was always that dude who was like, I'm not going to go to yoga. That's for girls. What am I? Some kind of sissy boy, you know? And as soon as I started doing it, I'm like, Oh shit, there's something to this. Cause it's not just like physically like bending your body in different ways. You really do get in this zone of feeling some kind of weird, like cosmic spiritual feeling. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't know if it's just like the the yogi who's doing its voice is so soothing, or like if it's like, you know, just being one with your yoga mat. Like I don't know how it works, but <clears throat> I am a firm believer I need to do way more of it because I would like to be more bendy, and I also would like to, you know, keep on this path of, you know, wanting to to better myself, and that that definitely helps with that. Is the is the uh, meditation and kind of finding things that can help ground you. And and uh, like we're doing here, I feel like this is kind of like a a journaling or a therapy doing a podcast. Oh yeah, it's super therapeutic. But obviously, if you guys don't have this and not doing this, then um definite what they call gratitude affirmations writing down like oh yeah journaling i mean you don't have to do it the way some people where they're like gratitude is write down 10 things that you're grateful for like i legit just write every fucking thing down that's in my brain and that's like my gratitude i will write like my little affirmations about like where i want to be and what i want to be doing but i you know obviously just say it in your own words sure sorry i'm just saying that from my own personal experience because i think some people think oh well I don't like, I don't, or people, you have to be that organized and write that down and then write five daily affirmations and this. And it's like, no, just legit write some shit down that's in your brain, Yeah, you know, and well, put it, what, put it out in the world. That's what I do. You I know, just I've got to express I it. I basically just write in a journal. Like but I that just helps. write a journal entry. You know what I mean? Yep, like exactly. I don't even like list anything out or whatever. I just write like how I'm feeling about the day. Like if anything went wrong that I want to try to fix or like any lesson I could learn from it, you know what I mean? And then. Yeah. And then that's it really. You know what I mean? Yeah, and but, I didn't do that at all that But week. it makes you it makes you it makes you it forces you to write it down so that you're actually like cognizant of it. But then you can go back and reread it, you know, a day or two later and whatever and be like, "Did I fix the issue? Did I, yeah. you know, like if if you had something in your day that really, you know, fucked with you, you can go back and look at it and be like, "Okay, so you know, now that I have a clear brain, like how could I have either, you know, attacked it differently or did I attack it, you know, in a, in, in a way that made it, you know, not as heavy. Yeah. Which yeah. is nice. It's, it's nice. I do it all the time. You know, people at work and stuff like that. Sometimes you just get a little bit angry with them and, you know, you just want to wring their necks, but then you, you know, you write it all down and everything you write, you write those feelings down. I guess it's kind of the same as like back in elementary school or whatever. I had a teacher that when, whenever I would, you know, or maybe it was junior high. I think it was junior high. But whenever like there was a conflict between students or whatever, they would have us write down a letter to that student. Oh yeah. Not give it to them, but it would just like what write everything say. that you want to tell that kid and then they would take it and rip it up and throw it away or whatever they did with it or whatever. But even just doing that, even just like writing down your feelings about something yeah. to just get it out because then you're getting those feelings out rather than having to like bottle them up and blow up later at, at something or, you know, there's just different, there's different methods to the madness. It's I'm the, sure it's the cheap therapy. And it definitely for people who suffer from mental health, I'm telling you, 
I mean, if, if you can get a therapist, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But right don't, now... But, don't not get therapy. Yeah. If you feel like you need to talk to someone, talk to them. In that department. And it's hard. It is hard to pull yourself out of your emotions when you're in the dead middle of it. It can come so fucking fast and hit you so hard. And it's hard to be able to be like, okay, I am going to start journaling or okay, I'm going to try to start doing yoga. Like it is, but I, I, think, I just, I think all of that is hard. I, if you want it to get better, you have got to just struggle more. You have got to just fucking push when make it harder and it's going to suck for a second. Um, and you're going to have setbacks. You're going to fucking fall and it might, you might do good for like four days and then you might suck for a couple. You might do good for 30. Yeah. But, um, it just depends. Just try not to let, I've been big, like I said, try not to let your anxiety like just take over and win. It's just not, it's not worth. Yeah. And this not is not a it. podcast telling you guys and telling anybody telling April or anyone that you should try to fix yourselves. If, if you definitely have tried things or do try things and they don't seem to work, obviously the best option would be to seek out help. Oh, always talk to a doctor because I, and Oh, and I'll put it out there. I tried the meds. I did medications for anxiety, depression for like three years. Mm -hmm. So I have it on that side of it too, you guys. And that's how, yeah, yeah, exactly what Jimmy just said. That's how I know that those absolutely were not my solution and did not help me. And in my world, they made things way worse. I feel, Mm -hmm. And um, that was like the first step of trying to find a pathway to get feeling better. So I stopped taking those. We still ended up having kind of a crazy hard year. And then, you know, things kind of flipped around and changed all around like that. But so I have been on that side of it. And then I know that like that is not for me because I obviously don't have a true chemical imbalance that would need like you've talked about. There are so many different levels of mental health and people that really do have situations where they need to take actual prescribed medications yeah um and yeah you should always have somebody telling you um but on that note too yeah always talk to your doctor but always get second opinions always do research on things because not one thing is the solution or is the only solution like when it comes down to it but these are the things i've tried so i've tried that couldn't do it realized that self-empowerment self whatever doing things that truly make you feel good inside no matter how small or dumb or whatever you think it is of stupid things, it's like, you know, that's what you need to focus on and try to get. Yeah, to that's the biggest thing with mental health is nothing is stupid. Yeah, that's yeah. Nothing that's is stupid. Yeah, if you, you don't feel stupid if you have to have medications. I mean, I was no, what no, was, not what at was all. I on just recently? The Wellbutrin. Yeah, Wellbutrin and stuff like that, and I didn't really notice a difference. They they prescribed it to me for to help stop smoking. But I didn't really notice a difference like in me, but that's because I didn't have the chemical imbalance. Of course there. <laughs> Is that the kid fighting with the dog? Yes, telling him to shut, shut up. Shut up. It's the only time he's allowed to say shut up. <laughs> but yeah, there's yeah. no there's there's literally no shame in the game, you know? Like when I got my DUI back in two thousand twelve, I had like court mandated therapy that I had to go to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, and you do usually have when classes I, or if you when get I lucky. started going, I was like, I don't need therapy. I just had like a point oh one over you know what i need what i needed to not be under or over you know what i mean yeah and so i was like i don't need therapy for this like i'm not an alcoholic or anything but it was kind of funny because when i would go to the 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 group therapy and then when we had our one-on-ones and stuff like that my uh therapist my my the guy josh like he flipped my world around you know what i mean yeah because he's been on the side of addiction and stuff like that but 
he he came at me at, at like my level and like I actually ended up really enjoying it because it was just a free time to just talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about and not have to worry about being judged, not have to worry about anything. And then he had real like real time advice for you on, you know, different things that you can try. It was never like you need to do this. He's like, "Well, let's try doing this, this and this." And if those don't work, we'll reevaluate. Like homework. Yep. Yeah. And yep. it was fucking awesome. You That's know what I mean? That's how it was with my last like, one, too. Like, if I could afford therapy all the time, I probably would do it just yeah. to have that mental, like, just... And I think that's what I, that's what I do when I take it out on my journal nowadays. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then I try to, like, work those steps that he gave me. But therapy is awesome. If you have to have therapy, fucking do it. Embrace it. I think everybody should talk to a therapist. Everybody should. I wish it was way more available. I've done therapy quite a few... Not only court-ordered... But I mean, I did therapy. <laughs> We're such degenerates. I've done court. Yeah, I've done. I did it at like twelve years old for a couple years. I saw somebody, and then yeah, and then I saw somebody again. But then yeah, the other ones have been the court. But yeah, like you just said, my last one, I was able to have a one-on-one because I had insurance. I worked a job that gave me insurance that actually covered my quote-unquote. So you either take like classes with people and you learn about drugs and alcohol and why it's bad for you and blah blah blah. Or you can do this where you can go to basically a therapist or one-on-one therapy and count it as your hours or as your class. Right. So that's how it worked for me too. So yeah, I ended up being with a one-on-one. She was freaking awesome. And it just became like where, yeah, I was able to do that. I had to do the therapy for like six or seven months, however many times yeah. it was. Well, and that's so what I'm saying is it, that it's when an I went awesome in, thing. When I went into it, I thought there was like a stigma behind it. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. I was like, I don't want to go to therapy because of this. Yeah. When I was there... It was fucking amazing. Yeah. I wish I could afford to go still right. because it was it was really cool just to have that outlet. But my point of all this is there's no shame in in going to therapy. There's no shame in seeing nope. doctors. There's no shame in having to take meds. And there's no shame in trying to do things on your own to figure out if you need those things. Yep. And basically what I'm trying to say with all of this stuff going on in the world right now is there is a lot of it going on. I see it all the time. I see it in my loved ones. I see it in my my friends list. You know, people that I don't even know. You know, I'll see that, and and uh, I know I'm not the only one out there that doesn't understand it, and I'm not the only one that doesn't that can't quite grasp it. But I am somebody that is very sympathetic and compassionate towards it, where I want to be able to help people out. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm glad we're talking about it because you know we're in a relationship where yeah. we live in the same house. I would love to be able to like just take it all away and fix it, but I can't, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And, um, it's good to know that, but it's also good to know that there's, you know, many different factors that can happen that, that can trigger it. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, we just need to have that compassion. And I think that's kind of what I'm getting at with everything that's going on in the world right now is I think everyone just needs to, practice a little bit more compassion towards everybody because you never know when somebody's having issues. You never know what their issues entail or how severe they are. You know, you have no idea. You have no idea what's going on. Um, it's a confusing time in the world. It's a really scary time in the world for a lot of people. And it's just because it's never happened in our lifetimes. You know, like, I mean, maybe if there's some 150 year old out there he's had they've had some issues but yeah in our lifetimes in in my lifetime in my in my long 40 years on this earth so far i've never had anything like this before where i've had to be told to stay inside all the time i I haven't been able to not go places you know what i mean and 
it is. It's it's unnerving and it's not fun by any means. It's a lot of pressure. I just know I'm not as affected by it as other people are because I'm yeah. just not wired that way. But I think if we can have the compassion. Outside. I feel like our dog might be outside. I don't know. You want to go check real quick? Yes. Sorry. No, you're fine. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid fucking dog. Oh, he was outside in the backyard. But man, in the garage, it sounded like he was out front. And I'm like, I don't know why. I mean. I'm sure people could hear him because I could hear him through the headphones. Oh, I could so. too. And then you can kind of hear a kid. But anyways, that tripped me out for a minute. So I had to just go check on everything. And we're good. We're all good. We're super good. <laughs> Stupid dogs yes. in the kennel. Now we're ready to go. Basically, I just, you know, we're going to wrap it up here in just a second. Yeah. But I, I just think this world right now needs a whole lot of compassion, a whole lot of love, a whole lot of reaching out to our neighbors and our loved ones and our people that we don't even know sometimes just to find yep. out if they're okay. Yep. You don't have to help them monetarily. You don't have to give them shit. You don't no. have to buy them toilet paper or whatever. Nope. I mean, obviously, if you want to do that and you have the means, go for it. You know, that's that's always a nice thing to do. But I think reaching out and just letting people know that you're there for them helps a lot because then they don't feel like they're alone in their anxiety and in their depression and in, in this world because everybody is fucking alone right now. Like they are yeah. in their houses alone. They can't yeah. interact with people and stuff. And it's, it's like I said before, it's scary. It's un, it's unnerving, but it's something we can all get through. I think if we just practice a little bit of compassion, a little bit of love and just a helping hand in any way you can, you know, a video call, a phone call, a text to someone you haven't talked to in a while because you never know what people are going through. You want to be able to help them out the best they can because you would want the same for you. If you're having an issue and stuff and you just got a text from somebody that you haven't talked to in a long time, like, shit, that's like a good feeling. You know what I mean? Like, just to know that somebody was thinking about you. Yeah, even people in your everyday life. Like, I tell my friends all the time, I'm always like, damn it, when it's been a minute. I'm like, gosh, I'm so sorry because, like, I sh should be better at it. Like, we should be talking every couple of days. And during this time, I mean, obviously, I think a lot of people have been brought closer. But I keep just saying no, to make sure that I'm like, girls, just make sure we all check in and make sure, you know, no matter what, like, we're just, you know, keep keeping in touch and just making sure everybody's doing okay. But, yeah, no, it, it does make people feel good when it's like, you know, you have that support and people are showing the love. Um that's all there is to it. I see yeah. posts all the time from people doing their like friends Friday, like their Friday night hangout on Zoom and stuff like that, yeah. and on on yep. hangouts or whatever they do. And I think that's that's I think that's amazing. I think that's really cool. Yeah. You know, they'll all have their own beers hanging out or whatever, having a drink it's like or virtual virtual happy hours. Or people, people will be doing, doing like virtual classes for working out and Works stuff like out. that. Yeah, all their a lot friends. of people are doing that. I think it's awesome. fucking cool. Like people are finding a way to be happy. They're finding a way to still stay connected. And it's super duper important at this at this point in life because not everybody has our backs, but we can all have each other's backs no matter what. Yep, absolutely. That I mean, that's how it should be all the time. And you know, in my world, uh, there's somebody out there. There's something out there, <clears throat> Mother Nature, that's uh, making us prove that, making us uh, actually show it and do it. And yeah, I, mean, I feel like yeah, it's this world's getting crazy and it's gonna just get crazier. But yeah, we can pull through. We can have a lot of fun in this life, even if we have to adjust our schedules and our routines, and basically just our way of thinking. But we have to be like I was getting at. We have to be. We have to be supportive and have to be understanding and get along. Exactly. In order for that to all happen exactly and work. So. So with all that said. Anyways. Yeah. With all that said, <laughs> if any of you guys need to talk, April and I are always available. Absolutely. You, I. Yep. 
you can get at us at uh, on Instagram. I'm truly, T-R-U-L-Y underscore hellbent, all one word. Truly underscore hellbent. On on Facebook, I'm Jimmy True Love. Yep. Right? Yeah. No, Jimmy Morgan. No, I'm Jimmy True Love. Sh- oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, there's two on there. There's two on there. It's the one of the beard, by the way. What? Sorry. Didn't know if you knew that. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, Jimmy True Love. You'll find You'll me. You'll see it. You'll find me. Or you can... Uh, or you can hit up April. Yeah, uh, Instagram is at True Love Perk, all one word. P is in Paul E R K, <laughs> just in case. And then Facebook is April Perkins. Yeah, you can hit us, either of us, up at any time. That, or we have the or this uh, the Instagram oh, yeah, the, for this. The BFA Show on Instagram or on Facebook, you can find it by the BFA Show podcast or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's easier to get to us directly though, so. Definitely do that if you need to. We honestly just want to help where, wherever and however we can. Obviously, we're limited on being able to go and hang out with you and have a beer, but we can definitely get together on on uh, chatting it up, video chat, whatever you want, just so that we can kind of figure this shit out together. Yep. I got your back if you got mine. I got it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding it. I got your back. You can lean on me. Don't hold it. That's Atticus's Lean job. Lean on me. Okay. <laughs> That's Atticus's job when he holds my back and asks me if I'm swollen. <laughs> Such an asshole. What are those? Do they hurt? Anyway. All right. Well, Kay. we're gonna we're gonna take this uh, take this out with some music. I'm gonna put together a little beat. So I want everyone to just get up and dance now. Get your happy dances, your happy dance pants on. Yep. And uh, I hope you guys all have a wonderful week. We're gonna come back next week with an interview. Actually, it's gonna be awesome. Yep. Can't wait. Someone super excited. It's a blast from my past. I've known this person for like 18 years, and we're gonna sit down with her tomorrow and record it, and then uh, we'll have it out next Wednesday. So I hope you all have a good day. I hope you're all well. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Hey, bye. Positive vibes and thoughts heading your guys' way. <laughs> <laughs>